Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Sam, uh, everybody up there saw that that was you doing that. I've heard of uh, different situations where you've done things like this. It's pretty unethical. Not only that, you used an ethnic slur when you were up there talking. That is not uh, uh, that's not how a county commissioner of this county should act or uh, do business. And I- I'm asking you if you're going to resign. So yeah, you didn't see, you didn't miss anything at the county commission meeting yesterday. Nothing at all. <laughs> Santa Rosa County Commission meeting. Uh, I don't normally get to these things immediately the next day, but I happened to catch this one a little bit. I'm like, oh, well, all the other stuff I had planned goes out the window. we got to talk about this. Here's why. Uh, okay, uh, Chris Smith, the owner of Gulf Coast Guns, um, is, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't think he would disagree with this characterization. He's an agitator, okay? He's a yeller. He's a debater. He likes to make people look bad and, or thinks that he does. And um, he and Sam Parker, who I think used to be really, really close, are not anymore. And he had kind of set this up last week where he got into a back and forth with Sam in the county commission meeting and, you know, kind of hinted at some allegations that he said he had video to prove. Well, lo and behold, he played the video yesterday, which I still think is weird that a citizen can just get up and play any old video at the county commission meeting. I mean, who knows what might show up on that video? I, you know, that's what I was thinking. Like, oh, God, what's going to be here? Uh, and in this case, he plays a video of Sam, county commissioner district one, uh, who does a lot of, you know, construction and work and building and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And the kind of guy who goes into these equipment repair places all the time. And he goes into one, and um, he basically is in there with a buddy, and he's saying some things that, if you take it Chris Smith's way, are very inappropriate. And if you take it Sam Parker's way, they're just jokes. But it's this very chopped-up video presenting uh, the evidence Chris Smith thinks of Sam being both ethnically slurring somebody and also uh, slurring Jews, and and then also of uh, him inappropriately trying to bypass a sales tax and some other stuff. I'm going to play you the clips, and I'm going to play them for you separated because... You don't. We don't know what came before and what came after. Um, instead of playing them all back to back to back like they were presented in the video, I would like to see the entire video as always. Edited clips don't mean a lot to me until I see the context. But okay, here's the first one. And again, there is a um, uh, what I would call a low grade uh, ethnic slur involved here, uh, or, or, or you know, inappropriate term um, that Sam does use. Here's him walking into the office talking about wanting to get a better price on some things. We got to Jew you down a little bit here. Uh, it's not something I would say, uh, but it is something that you know people do say, the severity of that one we'll talk about in a second. Here was the second clip of him you know, asking about a price discount. Hey, where's my discount on this? $197.95. What happened to my discount? <laughs> now, again, when you hear it, is it a joke because you know Sam Parker? Or is it uh, abuse of his privilege as a county commissioner? Well, that's kind of the question, right? Third one, this is a little harder to understand. And I think this is, I don't know if this is Sam talking or the person talking. Basically, they're connecting the idea of all the stuff they're doing with the taxes involved. You bring a trailer and there's tax. You bring a trailer and there's tax. Uh, I don't, again, that one's just, I, I didn't quite understand that one. That's fine. But then this is the one that Chris Smith made a big deal about. And uh, it, he's... I think joking, okay, with the cashier, because as he's getting his debit card back, already having paid for the transaction, he makes a joke about, or if you view this uncharitably, uh, he makes a, hey, man, maybe next time you discount me a little bit and you don't have to pay any sales tax if I pay cash. I guess if I brought cash, you wouldn't have to charge me tax, huh? All right. 
So that's the video. Chris Smith says it's an ethics violation. Uh, you're wanting to raise sales taxes, and here you won't even pay your own. And, you know, we all pay sales taxes, and you're engaging in an ethnic slur, and you really ought to, you know, resign because this is bad. This is really, really bad. Sam says, um, what? <laughs> you know, kind of what in the what? Here's what I'll say. <clears throat> and, and you can respond, but let me finish. I'll let you finish. Anybody can take a video and chop it up and try to take things out of context. Just like saying, just like saying that I asked for a discount clearly in the video as he's handing me my debit card back. I've done business with that business for years. I've rented equipment. That cashier's name's Brandon. I've been probably seeing him work there for eight or 10 years. Clearly, you see me walking in the door, joking about, I'm going to have to you down on prices. I had already called him. Called him. You just I think said that, that again, that, by the way. Let me finish, please. I'm asking as a gentleman not to interrupt me. And so he goes on to explain. It's a long explanation. If You can go watch the original video if you want to hear it all. But basically, he says, look, I joke all the time. I make jokes. That's who I am. That's how I do. And uh, I was joking. I clearly wasn't serious with him. Um, the fact that they sent you this video is super weird. Um, either, and I, you know, this is just me applying logic, Either the people sent the video because they think that the best way for them to get rid of Sam Parker uh, is to show the, the kind of the, the implied weird coercion, abuse of privilege that he was using to Chris Smith, a, a different owner of a business, and get that word out, as opposed to like going to law enforcement or going to the news like us or going to even the ethics commission in the state. Um, so they take this alternate route because they're so concerned. Or it's personal. Like for some reason, they're angry at Sam. Okay, and they have a axe to grind, despite the many years of him coming into that business. And, uh, you know, they decided to take it out on him this way. Now, it's one of those two things, because why else would you release video of your business of a patron coming into your store? It's either you think what he did was inappropriate. And I would like to see the whole video to know. Um, or you have something against him and you're trying to get him. And this is payback. I don't know which one it is, but I know what Sam's explanation was. And he says... <laughs> Well, we'll play it in a second here. Let's get Candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. Uh, w and 29 starting to back up on 29 southbound. We mentioned this a little earlier. They are working on the road at uh, on W Street. This is just south of Sam's Fun City, or I'm sorry, Splash City Adventures is what it's called. Whatever. Uh, it's just south of that. W and 29. 29 is backed up all the way to Bob Tyler Toyota. Yesterday, it was backed up to nine miles. So just something to keep in mind. Maybe avoid that area, certainly if you can, if there's another route for you. Uh, if you see an accident or you have a traffic tip, text them in 437-1620. It's News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Mm -hmm. So back to this conversation that's going on between uh, Sam Parker and Chris Smith yesterday at the County Commission, the open forum, right, where you can say anything you want. Um, and he says, Sam says, I joke all the time. I make jokes all the time. Clearly I was joking in this case. I wasn't serious because I was already, you know, getting my debit card back. Um, I, I will say when I first watched the video, I thought it looked bad. I did. I thought, I'm like, uh, uh, but then you have to ask all the questions about things like, well, what's the context and what kind of a person is Sam? He is the kind of person that makes jokes all the time. Um, you know, does this look like him trying to abuse his privilege or does it look like him making a joke among friends that somebody took out of context and made him try to look bad? Well, you have to decide. I, I side with Sam. I just tell you, I side with Sam. I could be wrong. I'd like to see the whole video, but I think this is the kind of thing where if you run this up the ethics commission, they're going to be like, Come on now. <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen here. But that's what he said. Look, if you really think I'm wrong, do that. And I would encourage you, as I've said many times from here, and I and I will, I'll use 
Mr. Cooey, just because he is he practically probably the most sub subject expert of anybody I know on this term. If you feel like I did something unethical, I would ask you to reach out to the Florida Ethics Commission and file an ethics complaint. Because I do not feel that I did anything wrong. And again, I, I, you know, somebody can try to take something and twist it out of context. That's like somebody trying to take one verse out of the Bible to justify some behavior they did. Okay, so that's all I wanted to say on the record. I didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion, but if you think that I did, please, and if you don't know, Mr. Cooey can at least tell you how to contact him, contact the Florida Commission of Ethics and file a complaint. That would be the thing to do. Chris Smith's response. That's the real problem. You think you did nothing wrong. Your morals are very, very low. And you just used an ethnic slur joking around you. Are you okay with that? You think the Jewish community is okay with what you said, Sam? The fact that I walk in and say, hey, I'm going to have to Jew you down is not an ethnic slur. That has nothing to do. I'm not referring, okay, I'm not referring to the Jewish community. Okay, so let's, for, it is, okay, uh, say Jew you down is an ethnic slur, okay? Um, it is built upon the idea that Jewish people are, you know, uh, miserly and financially manipulative, and it goes into the whole long-standing allegation that they're, you know, they're just the the distrustful, manipulative people that control all the money. You know, I mean, this goes back at least as far as uh, Shakespeare, right? Um, and so there is a slur element to it. I I think there are some Jewish people who would find that offensive, and I think there are other Jewish people who are like, oh, "Come on now, <laughs> of all the things in the whole wide world for us to be upset about, that's not one." One of the things that uh, <laughs> I'm going to engage in a, a kind of a generalization. Generally speaking, Jewish people, they've kind of learned over centuries they'll co-opt things that get said against them and turn it into a funny thing and they embrace it I, not always but often that's the case i would not say this expression but i was you know raised with a certain set of sensibilities uh and other people who have been accustomed to saying that expression probably never even think much about it like i don't think sam ever thinks anything of it and i think he supports israel as he said and so he thinks what are you talking about how can that be well you know once in a while you find an expression that maybe you ought to tidy up that's true. Okay. Is it a high grade? No, it's like a one or a two on the 10 scale. Uh, but anyway, back to the point. So Don Spencer, the clerk of the court, gets involved in this. Of course, he's got long-standing feud with um, Sam over them firing the county attorney, Roy Andrews, back in the day. The crowd is upset because uh, Commissioner Colton Wright had to gavel the meeting to a close because James Calkins would not shut up, um, which is, I mean, what's that every meeting? Um, but then they come back afterwards and James Calkins is kind of, you know, wanting to talk and wanting to express himself. You know, we, we are servants of the people, and we should respect this position and honor this position. People look up to us. They want to they commissioners that are honest, that don't make deals, that just, that, and I'm disgusted by, by that video, just horrified, because that makes me look bad, and you look bad, and everybody, because we serve as five, as a group. And I'm willing to forgive and forget, but the person's got to acknowledge that, hey, there was, that this didn't look good, you know? And so that's what I wanted to say. So after talking quite a bit about that. That was the issue I had with it. Hey, give me, you know, that, that was the, the big issue. Now the other stuff, uh, I'm totally against taxes increases. I've, everybody knows Caucus, that. I have six been, people that would like I've to been, speak. You're going to sit I, here and take their time. <laughs> it's a reminder of the. Thank you for your stump speech. <laughs> 
Thank you for your story. Which, by the way, even the citizens are now calling people out on this. Sherry uh, Chapman, who I do not agree with very often, but I was, she was right about this, talking to James Calkins. I'd like to tell Mr. Calkins, if you want a campaign, campaign on your own time. <laughs> That's exactly it. Even Carrie Smith, same thing. He's the commissioner for District 2. What I want to do is I want to get back to the work of the county and quit this campaigning from up here. Oh, man. It's good when other people say the truth. <laughs> so, all right. So what's the takeaway from all of this? File an ethics complaint. You know, if that's what you think is going on, file an ethics complaint. That's the appropriate venue for it. You'll have to share with them the entire video. Uh, they'll make a decision, and then we'll go on from there. In the meanwhile... Just understand that there are there's a group of people who are getting to become professional upset people, and that's what they are interested in doing, and that's how I read this. I, I'm, feel free to disagree with me. Feel free to tell me I'm cutting Sam Parker too much slack, but I'm just telling you, you follow me around with a, uh, a microphone all day long, I'm going to say some things. <laughs> you know, that's why, because that's who I am, because that's who Sam is. I get it. I understand that. I wouldn't say this particular expression about the Jewish one, but I'm sure I would say other things that somebody would find a way to, you know, how dare he? Well, all right, fine. 723 here on News Radio 923 437 1620. If you want to weigh in on this or if you want to disagree with me about any of it, you're always free to disagree with me. That is perfectly welcome. I'm Andrew McKay. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Is there anything God can't do? The answer is yes. God can't lie. God can't change. And God can't let you into heaven if you haven't been born again. Personally, I was born again in 1988 as a nine-year-old boy. It was then that I realized that I was a sinner and I had broken God's holy and righteous standard. I called upon Jesus to save me from the consequences of my sin. I believed that he was virgin born and lived a sinless life and died in my place and then conquered death by rising from the grave. It was then that I was gloriously born again. If you haven't been born again, if you haven't been saved, today is the day of salvation. I urge you to call upon Upon Christ today before it's eternally too late. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida, for Florida homes, by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. From county commissioner meetings to the blues, Andrew covers it all on your morning drive on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. When EF Hutton talks, people listen. Ever since you've been leaving me, I've been wanting to cry. Now I know how it feels for you. I've been wanting that EF Hutton thing was really my yearbook quote. Oh, was it? <laughs> Oh, man, I shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to go ahead and do it anyway. You want you want to learn something embarrassing about Andrew McKay? Yes. Okay. Yes. My, this um, is what we should have. No, this is, Here, <laughs> this is a dubious share, but I'll share it anyway. Um, at least one year, I think it was my junior year. I'm trying to remember now. Um, so my dad was always, he did printing. He had a home printing press, like several of them, and I learned how to do home printing. So I was always kind of, you know, blocks with the print and the text and the, all that stuff. Yeah. 
Somehow along the line, I found somewhere in some shop, I found a little woodblock print of the Playboy Bunny mm-hmm. head, you know, the stamp of right, that. Right, And right. I bought that. And then that was my yearbook stamp one year was, cool beans, man, look at me. Uh, you grow up at some point. You just do. We or, all decided we, we were never do. We were going to do the picture with our eyes like ah and our mouth open. Okay. Except I was the only one that did oh, it. Oh yeah, so, they yeah. got you. All right, well done. <laughs> Good one. Tara. Tell, tell them about traffic on the fives. How's that Highway 29 looking today? Yeah, a little slow. It's back. Sorry, it's it is backed up uh, southbound. Of course, all the way it looks like to uh, Bob Tyler this morning. Now, yesterday uh, around this time, it was backed up to nine miles. So they're, they're working on the street on W and twenty nine, specifically on twenty nine. So that's where that backup is, uh, just south of Sam's Fun City or Splash Adventures. Twenty nine in Burgess, it looks like the roadway is blocked. So use caution. That's a vehicle crash as well. So that could be part of it too. And then nine mile and Davis still showing an accident, but not showing a roadblock. You have a traffic tip four three seven sixteen twenty news radio ninety two three informative local dependent. Thanks so much, Candy. Now David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Mexico's president says those four Americans that were kidnapped at gunpoint in Matamoros uh, had traveled there for a medical procedure. U.S. official tells NBC authorities are concerned about the group's well-being. Since videos appear Looking to show some of appliances severely smart innovation to identify them so that we can establish contact and maybe begin I don't know what was going on there. Uh, anyway, NBC National News security analyst Frank Figaluzzi there. Uh, U.S. Ambassador to Mexico Ken Salazar has issued a statement saying the FBI and other agencies are working with Mexican authorities to have that group returned. City officials in El Paso are now taking steps to prepare for a possible migrant surge this spring. Leaders say they are expecting a large number of crossings after Title 42 goes away and you know today every day has to be a day today is national cereal day all right i love cereal that's the end of the story it's just national okay. all cereal right day. well done way to, way to build it up <laughs> <laughs> no uh cereal's been around of course since the uh, end of the 19th century actually i watched a whole hour-long thing about cereal on the history channel one oh, time and it's, kellogg it's was a freak i mean let's be honest yes. oh my he was gosh, a super freak y'all. yeah right? okay you what, don't know if what's you your favorite seen- cereals uh, for me, uh, fro- uh, Frosted Cheerios is actually one of the all-time best. Ooh. It's kind of a rare one. Well, how about you? Uh, I've been on a uh, s'mores cereal oh, kick lately. All right. all right, I'm a raisin bran or oatmeal for breakfast every single day. So you know, candy. Oh, oh. can't. How do you pick among your children like that, right? I yeah, I love them all. All right, fair Cookie enough. Cookie Crisp does that still exist? <laughs> I, sure. I don't know. I usually <laughs> eggs. I, what does Whataburger have? <laughs> My favorite cereal is Whataburger. What is, yeah. It is. I always love those little ones that you'd get when you go to camp. The little like the camping they ones, the little on bl- boxes too, where you open them boxes, up with the yeah. knife and you pour the milk inside, mm-hmm. and then it's like three bites later and you're done. You know, like give me another one. All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. Oh, somebody says uh, this is one of those new. Which host did it? The the Playboy stamp. <laughs> That's, That's great. Funny. That's right, what we I should do. It. I'll get with Steve. Yeah, we'll figure it out. By the way, this story of this family that, or people that went to Mexico looking for, was it better medical, cheaper medical care or cheaper drugs or both? When you, when you go over, yeah, they, they uh, the prescriptions, sometimes you yeah. don't need a prescription and they're always cheaper. Like you can get a pack over the counter in case you get sick later on. Every okay. time I go on a cruise, my friends are like, not those kind of drugs. But I got these you. Guys, right. <laughs> okay. But this this thing, they went over it's in this awful. white like uh, minivan and uh, or SUV, and they got like carjacked at gunpoint. And you've seen the video is this, you know, they look like cartel members wielding, you know, semi-automatic or automatic weapons, and they've got the tactical vests on, and they drag the body across into the truck. It's bad. It's really, really bad. There's a now I don't know what the level four exactly means, but apparently Mexico, or at least this vicinity of Mexico, is a level four travel advisory from the State Department. Like, don't go. 
Like, that's what I'm kind of wondering is like, good Lord, who would go to Mexico these days knowing all the troubles that they have? You know, maybe you go to a, a resort area like Puerto Vallarta or something, but uh, just across the border from Texas? No, no, no. David, what do you have coming up, sir? Reports of an armed robbery and a shooting this morning. More after Fox. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Four Americans kidnapped in Mexico Friday, some maybe wounded or killed, are identified as a mother of six children who'd made an appointment for cosmetic surgery and three friends traveling with her. In the white van, they had been driving riddled with bullet holes. It had North Carolina plates, but family members tell the Associated Press that the close friends had traveled from South Carolina, accompanying one member who had planned a visit to Mexico for a tummy tuck. Fox's Alexandria Hoff. The polls were open in Oklahoma for a single-issue special election, whether to legalize recreational marijuana. Approval would allow anyone 21 and over to grow weed, purchase it, and other marijuana-infused products, despite opposition from Republican Governor Kevin Stitt. Backers of recreational marijuana say it'll spur tax revenue and free up law enforcement. Fox's Jeff Manasso. The question was left off the November ballot due to legal challenges. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, it's 7.31, News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, 73. It is partly cloudy here in Pensacola, actually looking like a very nice morning out there. Seeing reports that uh, there was an armed robbery and somebody may have been shot in the ankle this morning on Old Coryfield Road. This is a report on channel th- from Channel 3. The victim reportedly was taking a walk this morning on Old Coryfield Road when the robbery happened, uh, and then the victim drove themselves to the hospital uh, so far, no reports of arrests. Uh, we'll be monitoring this situation throughout the morning here. Scambia Fire and Rescue crews spent some time yesterday training for animal rescues. Ten employees, part of the Animal Research and Rescue Response Team, trained for large animal and animal water rescue operations. The large animal training uh, focused on livestock, horses, cows, that type of thing that may need to be rescued from mud, ditches, or injuries. And then crews also trained for animal water rescues at a couple of area boat launches. You may have seen them out there. The training involved rescuing smaller animals, dogs and cats and such, from the water uh, using rescue boats. Truckload of spilled lumber blocked the Highway 29 to I-10 East ramp for several hours yesterday. That happened when a lumber truck overturned just before noon. Uh, the driver, though? was not hurt in the crash. The lumber spilled all over the highway, though, resulting in a cleanup that took several hours to get that ramp reopened on Monday. Charges now filed against a New Jersey teenager that allegedly made several swatting calls, resulting in a heavy law enforcement presence at Milton High School. This was just over a year ago in February of last year. And deputies say after one of those calls, the teenager called to taunt law enforcement about the incident. Yeah, he's not anywhere near Milton right now, but he's about to be. He's about to have a nice stay in the Milton Hilton um, for his actions. Sheriff Bob Johnson held a news conference about it yesterday. He says 17-year-old Brad Parga is being charged as an adult and being extradited back to Santa Rosa County to face charges, including a felony. Uh, Dr. Karen Barber says the incidents disrupted classes at Milton High School three separate times. Students will never be able to get those days back. A deer found in northern Escambia County is being tested for chronic wasting disease. 
That's never been found in the state of Florida so far. The deer was found by a county resident along North Pineville Road in the northwest corner of the county. FWC officials say it showed signs of extreme weight loss and it was approachable by FWC officers. They were able to retrieve the deer to be tested. CWD is a contagious disease that affects a deer's brain and central nervous system and is always fatal to the animal. The FWC says finding a sick deer, though, doesn't necessarily mean it's got chronic wasting disease, uh, as they do test hundreds of deer per year, and it can take several weeks for them to get those results. 735 News Radio 923. Let's get a look at your traffic on the fives with Candy. All right. Lillian backed up to 98 again today. Tammy, thank you so much for texting that in. Uh, East Nine Mile and Davis showing an accident with no roadblock. Intersection of uh, Sam's uh, W Street, North W Street and 29. W Street is closed at 29 and 29 is closed at W Street right there uh, as they work on W and uh, W rather in that part of 29. It was backed up a little bit earlier uh, to Bob Tyler uh, this morning. Yesterday it was backed up all the way to Nine Mile. So caution there, caution wherever you are. Highway 29 and Burgess Road showing an accident this morning right in front of the Bob Tyler. That roadway is blocked. Use caution there. And if you have traffic Traffic tips, text them at 437-1620, News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We are going to be seeing some patchy fog throughout the morning hours. Temperatures warming up in the afternoon near 83 degrees. As you head into the evening hours, temperatures will be dropping near 67. Fog still possible through the overnight hours and into Wednesday morning. High on Wednesday near 76 degrees. Wednesday night, temperatures will drop into the mid-60s with a small chance of rain throughout the next couple of days. This is Burke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. Right now, we've got 73. It is partly cloudy in Pensacola, 71 in Gulf Breeze, and 69 reports. In Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime it happens. I'm David Wayne. This is News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Jennifer Kashinka with your Money Now. The Wall Street Journal says actor and producer Tyler Perry has expressed interest in acquiring a majority stake of BET Media Group from Paramount Global. Perry and Paramount have had a long standing relationship. The media mogul, who has in his own production studio, has an overall deal to create shows for Paramount and also has a minority stake in Paramount's BET Plus streaming service. The discussions between Perry and Paramount come as the company is considering selling the majority stake in BET Media Group, which includes the cable channels BET and VH1. Toblerone, the triangle-shaped chocolate bars that fill duty-free airport shops, is losing some of its Swiss look as more of the treats are made outside of Switzerland. The Matterhorn, the famous mountain in the Swiss Alps, has been on the packaging since 1970, will soon be gone. In its place will be a mountain logo. Maker Mondelez says it's making the changes to comply with Swiss law, which says production of certain foods must be done in Switzerland. That's your money now. Join Travis Thompson with Climatech of Professional Air, an American standard heating and air conditioning independent customer care dealer in the Pensacola area on the Pensacola Expert Panel, Thursday at 9.30. Join in as Travis discusses how you can lower your energy bill and create a healthy, comfortable home. Join Travis Thursday at 9.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. 
This message is sponsored by the Florida A&M University Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Are you curious about marijuana? Florida A&M University established the Medical Marijuana Education and Research Initiative, also known as MARI, to educate the public about medical marijuana use as well as the detrimental health and social impacts of unlawful marijuana use on local communities. Find out more at mmeri.famu.edu. Hey, Pensacola. News Radio 92.3 has it all. Pensacola Morning News. Pep Talk. Pensacola Right Now, Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey. Local News, Fox News, WEAR News, Traffic on the Fives, Florida State Football, Election Coverage, Hurricane Coverage, Breaking News and Weather Coverage. News Radio 92.3, now heard on 95.3 and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Good morning, 739 News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. We got Sheriff Chip Simmons, the Scammy County Sheriff, with us. Sheriff, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Good morning. How are you? <laughs> what is the laugh for? You look like you don't know what That's to make of it. The, the, the fan club over here. Oh, all right. You got I'm Candy big, yelling. She's wearing I'm the Mork from Mork shirt. I'm the Chip Simmons fan. That's yeah, right. I know. I'll wear my Chip Simmons shirt next week. Uh, we've had a uh, couple of bodies found in the last few days. Uh, is this. Is this Really a news story, or is it just that this is the kind of thing that happens? What's going on here? I guess today everything's a news story. You know, no, a year or so true, ago, yeah. that wouldn't wouldn't be a news story. But we, yeah, we've had a report of a couple of uh, we're doing death investigations. But just just a little little clue for the listeners: if we say there's no suspe- nothing suspicious about it, no foul play suspected, it's because it's either natural causes or it's an overdose. And mm-hmm. and we have these, or, or sometimes we have these a sometimes lot. suicide, which and we sometimes don't. Sometimes suicide, yeah, right. Yeah. And and we look at it, and that's what happened in these, these two cases. We, we we don't put victims' names out, so it leads people to wonder if it was an individual that may have been missing over the last couple of weeks or so. And 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 I mean, we have a pretty good idea who it is, mm-hmm. and that's what the only thing we can do really is put out. There's no signs of foul play, and then I guess people put their put two and two together. But you know, is it news? That's again, everything is news. Every time we go somewhere, you know, we get a call. You have a car on this location or that location, and we tell them, oh yeah, it's a you know a lost dog or a lost cat or something. And oh okay, never mind. So they're always looking for news, and I get it. I mean, I get uh, media outlets are are there to to put the news out. And right. every once in a while, these are these are pretty big stories. But if it's a homicide investigation or a shooting, we'll usually put those out pretty quickly and let people know what's what's going on yeah it's true i mean a body found does make it sound kind of sinister but you know people pass away or as you've said you know i'll see four four uh you know cruisers going down the street and i'll you know call up you know major hobbs and be like hey what's going on and he's like it's just four cops driving down the street going to a alarm. thing could be anything yeah you know, right here's the thing uh, um, we have so many alarms set off and every time i hear the alert tone we have an alert tone mm-hmm. on our radio to let people every deputy know and I'll immediately look at my clock, at my watch or my clock. And I say, okay, so opening time or closing time, it may well be an yeah. employee tripped an alarm on the way in or okay. on the way out. doesn't mean we're not going. We're certainly going. But that's what always happens. We have two or three cars going there with lights and sirens. And it, it ends up being an employee that, you know, a new employee didn't have the right code or, or whatever it is. But, um, you know, it, I guess 
when we respond to things, it, it, it certainly could be news, and, and people are inquiring about that. Yeah, no, that, but, which but in, makes in, sense. In these cases, you're gonna you're, you're gonna re, you're gonna respond to things and then find out what's going on. Yeah, and it often is gonna be much less than something significant. That's yeah. you know that's worth saying too. Um, you had a um, uh, well, yeah, I did want to ask you about this. I um, I don't necessarily want to say names, but um, somebody you and I both know, who's <laughs> a very prominent local person, uh, was raising a question about homeless people getting arrested a lot in the last few days. Um, especially that the number of arrests being made and then the number of people who are homeless uh, was a very high percentage. Anything anything going on? Are you guys going around looking for homeless people specifically right now? Is there anything like that? No, we're not doing any homeless suites. But but here's the thing. Because you're homeless doesn't mean you get a free pass. If um, And I can tell you over the last couple of weeks, we have had some some rather serious crimes um, you know, committed by individuals. Uh, someone that got cut with a knife, I believe, last week. And, and both of them were, were, were homeless. Um, if, if you commit a crime, you're going to go to jail, whether you're homeless or not. Now, again, we're not doing a, a homeless sweep. We're not specifically going out there targeting or looking for people that are, that, that are homeless. So I don't know the numbers. I don't know. Is it possible that we've arrested eight people over the last, I'm not sure what the time frame is right. there. Uh, is it possible? Sure, it's possible. It's, it's, you know, we arrest people that are, are committing crimes, and, and we're not going to apologize for that. I got you. Makes sense. Uh, one thing you had, a, I guess, a robbery of somebody who had a disability check. Is that right? Yeah, we arrest a 39-year-old um, guy because he apparently he, he a friend of his had just cast a, a friend, an acquaintance of his, certainly not a friend, um, acquaintance of his had cast an $800 disability check. And then okay. he went over to uh, the suspect's house, and they began talking, and then all of a sudden he started beating him up, and he took eight hundred dollars that uh, the value of the check itself. So wow. uh, we ended up um, arresting a guy named Wolf Jeffrey Wolf Pensacola. Arrested arrested him on Wednesday, charged with robbery and battery. He, he he used force to take someone's property, and that is a robbery. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People, and just I'm always. You know, I've been talking about this a little bit this morning. I'm just always amazed at the the things that people do. You know, for even just and they think they're going to get away with it is what is right. What, but I guess they do. They must get away with it from time to time, just from being a bully. But uh, you know, we're not going to have any of that. You, you're not going to um, you know beat someone up, take their money, and if we're if we find out about it right. at least, we're going to we're going to pursue the criminal charges and put you in jail. You got some uh, canine vests that got donated. Is that right? Yeah, we have uh, 13 uh, canines that actually work patrol. And we had two of them, two vests donated by an individual. One individual uh, company donated for one vest, one to another. And then we had um, a, a lady that come and met with me, and she wanted to donate for the rest of the dogs. So she wrote her a check for over $10,000, um, to go to the foundation, through the foundation, Scambia mm-hmm. County Sheriff Foundation. And now we're going to have every one of our canines that do uh, police work or field work um, with this vest, and it's for it's bulletproof, and it's it's also provi- prohibits um, your know, blade from from mm-hmm. penetrating through them. As, as you know, uh, and they won't wear them all the time. They're not you know these dogs. It's a little bit cumbersome, uh, but when we uh, sometimes we have an opportunity to to put a dog into a building and to search a building, and and obviously these dogs become uh, very valuable members of our of our family. And and if we have an opportunity to do whatever we can. To protect them, then we're we're obviously going to do that. So, uh, you know, I, I say all the time that how how proud I am to be in Escambia County and just how generous uh, Escambia County is, and and that they've proven it once again. So we're we're having all these vests and and the taxpayer dollars didn't have to pay for them. No, that's and, fantastic. And our, our our furry friends are now one more level of protection for them. 
Right, right, absolutely. H- hang on for just a second. We're talking to Chip Simmons, Scamby County Sheriff. Let's get candy in here with Traffic on the Fives. I love that. Michigan and Gulf Manor, South Gulf Manor, uh, showing an accident. Showing a roadblock. This is near the Circle K, and it's actually uh, South Gulf Manor that is blocked as you're coming on to Michigan this morning. Lillian backed up to 98 again. Nine Mile and Davis showing an accident with no roadblock. And the intersection of uh, south of Sam's Fun City, North W and 29. W Street is closed at 29. Maybe I should say 29 is closed at W. It is a backup. It was backed up to Bob Tyler. Another accident on Burgess near Bob Tyler as well. That's tying things up too. Traffic tips, 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. You know, this it's a question that never has occurred to me before, but I'm curious. Like right now we got this traffic jam on, you know, Highway 29. It was horrible yesterday. It's bad today, but not quite as bad. How does traffic affect your ability to get to responses? Are you, I mean, because people can't move out of the way when it's just jammed, right? So what do you do? Well, I mean, or do you it, go it, around? It, it I mean, what do you do? What the call is? If the call is an emergency call, and uh, we don't put licensed sirens on for every call, but sure. if there's an individual that's you know of crime in progress, robbery in progress, a gun crime that may be in progress, then then we will put the lights and sirens on and typically go around, uh, try to go around them as safely as we can. A lot of times, what what a, what a police officer will, will learn on their beat is that at a certain time, you don't take a main roadway. You can take an, an alternate roadway, and, I mean, you don't have to put your lights and sirens at all. You can go around. Yeah. You learn the shortcuts is what, what I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, what we, we just learn to adapt. It's, it's, it's congestion. It is a... Um, you know, it's a, a train, you know, all that kind of stuff. You kind of learn to avoid those those types of things. I got to say, every time I hear about congestion on a roadway, I, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm reminded of the old joke, and I'll, I'll, I'll say it here. All right, I'm, this, this a, should be good. Go on. It was on. an overturned truck. It was a delivery truck on on the interstate, and it, it, it turned over as it was carrying um, a, a truckload of Vicks. And, and while, while no one was injured, there was surprisingly no congestion for four hours. Wow. It's not my Dude, joke. You, 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 had, you had been on the list of people I was thinking maybe could fill in for me sometime. Oh, yeah. Off off the list. <laughs> no, I can't even take credit for it. Not that it was good. I, I don't know if I would, but it's it's just that's, a stupid that's, joke, right? That's fantastic. <laughs> that was really good. Hey, uh, something something in the news that made me think yeah, I should ask clean. you about that's, that's is – Yeah, very clean. <laughs> right. You know, cleaned out. Um, uh, you saw this this horrible story of this, uh, these folks that went to Mexico. They got carjacked. Mm-hmm. They've been kidnapped at gunpoint all of this um aside from don't go you know you're a law enforcement uh, professional what what would you give as advice to people if they're planning a trip abroad where you know if they're concealed carry they can't take that most places you right. know they're going to go unarmed in these uh, what would be your advice to them and as far as being safe when you're in environments like that <laughs> you know I, again i i just be aware of your surroundings um what you said first time is don't go i mean the advice i would give you is to not go to Mexico. We okay. see the issues at the border. We know that people are, I, I, I know for a fact, because we deal with um, task forces and such, that there are cartels that are bringing drugs into, into our country, and these are very dangerous cartels. And, and and just because you're not dealing with the drugs doesn't mean you may not, they might not need your car, or they, they might want your money. They want, you know, they, they have to continue to, to get fresh cars, and they steal them. That's how they do that, that sort of thing. Um, so I, I again just don't go you're not going to find me and if you hear a story about chip simmons in mexico i had been kidnapped here somehow <laughs> you were kidnapped here and taken there mexico i got gotcha. you because i am not going right, I'm, fair I'm, enough I'm, I'm here in the land of the free avoid the area is a good way to start avoiding <laughs> just, the problem just, just don't go all right i got gotcha. you and last one and i only thought of this because i was watching this morning get out of your um your vehicle mm-hmm. and i kind of made a joke because you you were getting out and you hadn't locked it i'm like oh you're not going to lock that what 
$40,000 SUV or whatever it is. You know, it's a real nice vehicle, as appropriate. Uh, and then you locked it. You were going to anyway. And it made me think, you have this, you know, lock your doors, keep it yours. We always talk about the importance of locking the doors on the car. But it's my recollection that police officers generally don't lock their cruisers when they're on location, when the lights are on, in those kinds of environments. Is that true? Well, it depends on if they're in a traffic stop, they don't lock. They may go, they go, come and go back to their cruiser car, which has a computer right. in it. Uh, but if they're going to leave the side of their cruiser car, they typically lock them, especially okay. with the, uh, back in my day, we didn't always have the remote. So you right. had to actually lock it. So we had two sets of keys. We locked the car. Um, sometimes if you have Often a, a camera, running, you leave it right? running, yeah. you know, to keep it, to keep the computer from having to reboot itself to back then took 20 minutes probably. Um, so yeah, you'd have, you would, you would lock your doors and I expect our deputies to lock their doors when they go to lunch and when they do different places, uh, they go to different places. But if you're on a traffic stop or you're out, um, you know, right there nearby where, where the, 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 the call is being, being uh, taken care of, then no, they, they may not lock it. But that's just a situation where you have to, uh, you, I could, I could probably show you body camera footage over the years of deputies that someone would run from them. And then they look back at their car because they know it's, it's, it's not secured or they'll chase someone and then they'll call on the radio and say, secure my, secure my cruiser car. I got you. I mean, because that's, that's part of what, what we do. And, and certainly, you know, you, you, you did make mention to me, oh, you're not going to lock your door <laughs> as I got my, my, my key. As you have it in your hand. hand. Right. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm manic about that. I'll, I'll push it a couple times. I get to hear my horn honk. I got gotcha. you. If I don't hear the horn honk. And you got to be able to remember that you heard the horn honk. Oh, oh I've done it. I go back yep, and I, I, I got gotcha. you from my, from my living room where I do it from a number <laughs> of different places because uh, you know, I, I, I've seen the reports. I've read the reports. Right. We give the advice to lock your doors, and I certainly need to find my own my own advice. Yeah, it'd, it'd be awkward if if you had a uh, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, the I, sheriff I, I, had a problem, yeah, right? Say, hey, sorry guys. I, I and, and I understand it does happen. I right. Mean, it, 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 people do forget, or they think they've done it, or they think their spouse has done it, and and it it you know, unfortunately, sometimes they leave the car unlocked, and that's the time someone comes and checks the doors to see if they're is to see if they're unlocked. Well, Sheriff Chip Simmons, always a pleasure, always good information. I super appreciate you being with us today and uh, taking taking time out and also keeping us safe, man. I appreciate it. You bet. Y'all take care. All right. And also, he won't be telling any more jokes. Uh, no. It wasn't my joke. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's always welcome to tell the jokes. They're always going to be good ones. 751 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You know, uh, when you look at lawns around your neighborhood, uh, like especially in the summer, right? You, you July, June, July, August, you're looking at the lawns, you're like, that's fantastic. And then you're like, you look at your own, you're like, eh, it's don't look at mine. Okay, well, the way you prevent that, the way you get that beautiful green lush lawn that people love to see and that you cannot be embarrassed about is you think about it now. And that's NSEC. NSEC's Healthy Lawn Program is going to make your lawn healthy, lush, help keep your weeds to a minimum. They give you eight annual applications, time, programmed, and targeted to get your lawn what it needs, when it needs it. It's easy to get started. You can get a free lawn analysis and an estimate. And that initial soil sample will indicate whatever amendments are needed for your particular service and your lawn success. You get fertilizer applications with each standard service visit, along with seasonal pre-emergent weed control, broadleaf and grassy weed control, insect control, fungicide and they offer aeration, sod, plugging, and will even recommend grass types. So NSEC's really got it all. Sign up today. Get your first lawn application free with any new annual lawn program. That includes initial soil sample and lime treatment on an average size yard. And they're hiring. NSEC is hiring full-time pest and lawn technicians in Pensacola, Mobile, Baldwin County, Panama City. Good pay, good benefits, 401k, health insurance, opportunities for growth. So 
All of that apply at work with NSEC. That's work with ENSEC.com. Uh, what'd you do this time, Brad? I'm in the doghouse after my hunting trip last weekend. Yeah, I was too. I blew off our date. How'd you get out of the doghouse? Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. I got her a gift card. It took three minutes at SWMedspa.com. She booked it this Saturday. Saturday? So nine holes then? Tea time's at eight. To enjoy a hassle-free guys weekend, treat her to a gift card from Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Follow Stillwaters on Facebook or Instagram to enter contests and win great prizes. Or visit SWMedSpa.com. This is Paul Epstein with Running Wild. Join me tomorrow at 10 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Discover why we at Running Wild are the running and fitness experts in the Pensacola and Fairhope communities specializing in fitting you in the best shoe, apparel, and training for your unique needs. We pride ourselves on serving, training, and encouraging you to reach your goals. So bring your questions tomorrow at 10. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 6. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. The McGuire St. Patrick's Day 5K is Saturday, beginning at 9 a.m. The largest prediction 5K run in America. Come for the run and stay for the party. More at runsignup.com. Ever wanted to get involved at Pensacola Little Theater but weren't sure how? Join us Saturday from 10 till 2 for open house. Join in for snacks and tours every 30 minutes. PensacolaLittleTheater.com for more. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. When breaking news hits, we're there to cover it. Fox News, WER TV, News Radio Team on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Oh, Baxter, you are my little gentleman. Oh, so tell me what you want to hear. Seven fifty-five here on News Radio ninety-two-three. I'm Andrew McKay. Candy has got traffic on the five. It's it's a day. Uh, at twenty-nine is backed up in, in a couple of areas. One is W and twenty-nine as they're working on that section of W Street and twenty-nine near Sam's Fun City. I should say south of Sam's Fun City near the Kia. Actually, uh, closed at twenty-nine. And then uh, also an accident on Burgess and 29, which is, of course, just right near Bob Tyler Toyota, which is where it's backed up from W and 29. So that area, of course, just backed up. Michigan and South Gulf Manor in Pensacola, Sugar Road blocked. Now, the Gulf Manor part is the one that's blocked. Michigan is clear. This is right near the Circle K. Lillian backed up again to 98. And uh, East Nine Mile and Davis showing an accident, but not showing a roadblock. Traffic tips, text 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Candy. Now, Let's go into the newsroom where David Wayne's got our headlines. David? A Pittsburgh law firm now filing a class action lawsuit over that train derailment at East Palestine, Ohio. Attorneys with the Lynch Carpenter Law Firm are partnering with another legal practice, uh, Seeger Weiss, to sue Norfolk Southern Railway. The litigation filed on behalf of residents and business owners located within 30 miles of that crash site. The suit argues that the rail company should have known burning off the hazardous chemicals would pose health risks to uh, people nearby. Uh, and Brian Laundry's parents now trying to block the release of a letter that his mother wrote to him. The lawyer filed a motion yesterday uh, here in Florida in response to a request by Gabby Petito's parents to have that letter used as evidence in a civil trial. The letter that Roberta Laundry wrote to her son is marked as burn after reading. Roberta claims, though, that it has nothing to do with uh, Gabby's disappearance. All right. 
All right, thanks so much, David. Uh, Seven fifty-seven here on News Radio ninety-two three. Oh, I was talking about this a little bit yesterday, but didn't quite get through the whole list. We have the um, dictionary dot com, which has come out with the uh, the new words. You know, all the yeah. words that are you know hot and fashionable or whatever. And I usually kind of laugh at this list because they're usually kind of silly. I actually thought some of these were pretty good. Um, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody about they've added North Paw, which is a right hander, like South right, left hander. Yeah. And I was thinking it really ought to be East Paw and Left Paw. You are absolutely right. And then you could be like for a a submariner, you know, you could have like he's a southeast paw or south by southeast paw. I mean, I don't know. I'm overthinking it. Um, But some of the other words that they've come out with are um, Southern Ocean, the water surrounding Antarctica, comprising the southernmost waters of the world ocean, which isn't really an ocean, but it's, you know, something. Um, uh, Things that come from so-called modern problems, rage farming. I love this term. (laughs) Rage farming. Rage farming. The tactic of intentionally provoking political opponents, typically by posting inflammatory content on social media, in order to elicit an angry response and thus high engagement, widespread exposure to the original poster. Or maybe, I don't know, you know, showing up at the um, Santa Rosa County Commission meeting with a highly edited video designed to make somebody look bad. <coughs> oh, I. <coughs> what's in my. It's weird. It got something caught in my throat. Um, trauma dumping. Uh, unsolicited, one-sided sharing of traumatic or intensely negative experience or emotions in an inappropriate setting, or people who are unprepared for the interaction. Yeah, those people are the worst. Yeah. Hey, really. guess what? This this one's kind of interesting. <laughs> pink washing. What is pink washing? Practice, oh, is it when I do my practice oh. or acknowledging and promoting the civil liberties of LGBTQ community, uh, but superficially as a ploy to divert attention from allegiances and activities that are in fact hostile to such liberties. So. Whitewashing is to make the bad stuff look better than it is. Mm-hmm. Pinkwashing is to make you look pro-acronym when you're not really. Oh, okay. It's kind of an it's very that is weird. nuanced terms. I actually kind of like it as a term. Uh, in, I mean, I don't agree with the underlying premise of what they're trying to accomplish, but it's a very artful term. Uh, queer baiting, a marketing practice involving intentional suggestions of themes designed to draw an LGBTQ audience to your your shop. Oh. So trying to specifically appeal to them somehow. Uh, Cyber flashing. Sending Uh someone unsolicited, sexually explicit images or whatever. Um, Oh, just like it sounds, yep. Anti-fat being uh, opposed or reversed to fat and is sometimes called being fatphobic. No. That's the more popular one, but being anti-fat if you're not anti-fat. So anyway, just, you know, interesting terms. They're always updating the language. And uh, you need to keep up and make sure that your friends, uh, right-handed, are called North Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.